This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. Are you sick and tired of biased hockey talk? Then you have come to the right place. The Drop focuses on the St. Louis Blues, but we also delve into other news from around the NHL. So tell the ref you don't mind the game misconduct penalty. You were headed to the locker room anyway to listen to The Drop. Here's your host, Lance Descott. It is Wednesday, January 9th, 2019, and the Blues played the Stars at home last night, which means it's time for another episode of The Drop podcast. After the Blues win against Philadelphia, a lot of fans were super positive. The Blues have found their goalie. Jordan Bennington is now the savior of the Blues. And I'm not trying to be sarcastic. I'm just putting out there what a lot of people are saying, and it's nothing against Jordan Bennington. I think Jordan Bennington at the worst, and I mean at the very worst, is going to be a very good backup in this league. I think if he continues to grow, he could be a good starter in this league. But for some people after one game to say this guy is great and then they start bringing up his AHL record, your AHL record means nothing in the NHL. Look at how many guys are in the AHL and they tear the league up. They score 30, 40, 50, even 55 goals sometimes. They get into the NHL and some guys thrive, but most guys that are stars in the AHL end up being 12 to 18 goal guys, which nothing against those guys. They're just not the superstars that a lot of people thought they were going to be. For instance, Ty Ratty. The Blues touted Ty Ratty for years. He's great. They got a still on him in the draft. He's going to be a Blue for a long time. And look what happened. He never ended up to be anything for the Blues. He played for Carolina for a little bit. They let him go. And now Edmonton has him. And he's doing okay up at Edmonton. He's just not the guy the Blues touted him to be. I hope that Jordan Bennington is a good goalie. Because if Jordan Bennington's a good goalie and he can become a good backup or a good starter in this league and get the Blues wins, that's great. I'm all for it. Going into the game last night against the Stars, the Blues would be facing a former Blue, Ben Bishop. A lot of people wish the Blues hadn't traded him to the Senators. But that's neither here nor there. We don't know what type of career he would have had with the Blues. He was injured a lot with Tampa. He went to the Stars. He's been injured a few times there. The guy's got an injury history. But last night, he looked pretty dang good against the Blues. The Blues missed the net a lot, but he was tested several times and had to come up with some big saves. The key to Blues wins this year has been to start out fast and get a lead. They're not the best come-from-behind team And what else has been their M.O.? Mistakes. Leaving guys open in front of the net, especially star players. The Blues tend to miss their assignments and leave goal scorers open in front of Jake Allen. And that would happen just a little midway past the first period when Tyler Sagan found himself all alone and he put it past Jake Allen to put the Stars up one to nothing. Looked like he was going to pull the trigger instead. Fed Durangelov. Backdoor cutter. Was Klingberg in front. Sagan scores! Tyler Sagan grabs another one, and the Stars break the seal. Well, this is an ugly coverage breakdown by Gunnarsson in front of the net, who let Tyler Sagan just stand there and get the rebound. A bit of a broken play, but they're able to just waft into the zone as the Blues' defense backed off. 
They change the point of attack. They get a defenseman involved in it. Nice patience again by Radulov. Klingberg's in tight. He just sort of chunks it over in front of the net where Tyler Sagan was, and it falls perfectly for him. Off of Gunnarsson, it just, he looked like a table hockey player. He just I love the reference that the announcer used for the stars of breaking the seal. I wouldn't say they totally broke the seal, but I definitely would say it's leaking a little bit. Klingberg had the puck. He tries to pass it to Sagan. It goes off Carl Gunnarsson, right to Tyler Sagan in front of the net. And a guy like Sagan's not going to miss that. Saw a lot of people blaming Jake Allen for that one. But that's a tough save to make when you've got a guy like Sagan in front of the net. He's going to put that in the net probably 99 out of 100 times. That goal by Sagan would be a 16th of the year. Klingberg gets his 14th assist. Radulov with the initial pass. To Klingberg gets his 24th assist. 11 minutes, 27 seconds in. The Stars are up 1 to nothing. Dallas outshot the Blues 6 to 4 in the first period. Now, a lot of people say, damn, the Blues only got four shots on goal. And that's true. They need to get more shots on goal. But one positive is they're cutting down on shots. Most periods, a team gets six shots on goal. They're not going to score. That goal's on the defense and missed assignments. The Blues would have two power play opportunities in the first period, but they would not be able to capitalize on either of them. Going into the second period, you wanted the Blues to come out early, but it wasn't going to be. The Stars had a five-on-three power play opportunity, and they would put the puck past Jake Allen and open that sill a little bit more to make it two to nothing very early in the second period. Klingberg sends it down low and gets it back. A shot, he scores! Power play goal, John Klingberg, and the Stars have a 2-0 lead. This one right on the ice and right through Jake Allen, who had his optics stolen from him. I'm sure he didn't see it. They enter, drag, little flip, saucer, Radulov and Klingberg play catch with one another. It's the first time he's put a puck past the netminder since October 23rd. I wish I had about, oh, $100 for every time I've said that bad penalties kill the Blues time and time again. You can't give any team a five-on-three opportunity. Even some of the worst teams in the league are going to take advantage of that and score a goal. So it starts with the bad penalties, and then it ends with Jake Allen not closing the five-hole, and I don't get that at all. That shot should have been saved. He wasn't really screened. There was a Dallas Star player in front of him, but he had a great view of that shot. A terrible goal to give up. And it doesn't help that your team is struggling scoring in this game. Bad combination. Not enough scoring and bad goals allowed in this game by Jake Allen. That goal would be Klingberg's sixth of the year. Radulov gets his 25th assist. Sagan gets his 25th assist power play goal. Just a minute and 43 seconds in. These early goals in periods and late goals in periods just kill this team. Not just this year, but last year it did. Can the Blues come back? They're down just by two goals. They haven't done it a lot this year. The Blues had a couple chances against Ben Bishop, but they couldn't put anything past him early in the second. And Tyler Sagan would get his second goal of the game and the second soft goal of the game that Jake Allen has given up. Ace it, delivers it right back in. It rims to Edmondson, got through him. 
Sagan, sharp angle, he scores! Wow. And Allen smacks his stick in frustration, wants that one back, won't get it, and it's another two-goal game for Tyler Sagan. I guess he wants it back. You have to open a window after that. Tyler Sagan's come out pulling the trigger, though. He missed the net a couple of times early on. This time, he's just trying to fight off a check, shoots it toward the net. I don't know what Allen's doing on that. You almost have to get out of the way in order to let that one through from that angle. I mean, it's not screened, it's not deflected, it's not nothing. Indeed, a terrible goal for Allen to give up. And indeed, as the announcer said, you need to open up the window on that one because that one just stunk. I don't know what Jake Allen was thinking. It looked like he's seen the puck. It just got past him. And yeah, I'd break my stick too if I let a goal in like that. That goal by Sagan was the second of the game, his 17th of the year. Hiskanen gets his 11th assist. Former blue and well-traveled Roman Polak gets his third assist. Six minutes, 12 seconds in. The Stars are up three to nothing. But the Blues responded quickly after that and would finally get on the scoreboard with a goal by David Perron, his 15th of the season. For David Perron, he's got some room here and some time in front. Backhander, he scores! David Perron, it's 3-1. Well, that is the way to respond. Ryan O'Reilly with the face-off win. Punches it back to Gunderson, who throws it down low. A little bit of movement in the offensive zone. He has the read. It's a one-on-one -on -one with he and Roman Polak, his former teammate. And that backhander just cleanly beats the goaltender on the stick side. David Perron takes it upon himself to get the Blues a goal, skates around with it beautifully, gets in front of the net, put the pass pin Bishop on the backhand, and it's now back to a two-goal lead for the Stars. That goal would be Perron's 15th. Petrangelo gets a 10th assist. Gunnarsson gets his second assist, just 6 minutes, 35 seconds in. The Blues are back in this game at 3-1. The Blues outshot the Stars 11-9 in the second period and had some good opportunities against Bishop. They just couldn't put it past him. Going into this third period, much the same story. The Blues outshot Dallas 12-2, but couldn't put pucks in the net. They were missing the net a lot. They were shooting it right at Ben Bishop. And when they had some decent opportunities, Ben Bishop made the saves he needed to, and Dallas gets the 3-1 win. Let's go ahead and go over the stats of the game. Shots on goal, 27 for the Blues. The Stars had 17. Face-off percentage, the Stars won 60%. The Blues won 40. The Stars were 1-2 for two on the power play. The Blues were 0-2. for two. The Blues out-hit the Stars 25-17. to 17, And the Stars out-blocked the Blues 23 to nine. As we head to the post-game interviews, we're going to hear from David Perron, who got his 15th, and defenseman Joel Edmondson. And then to end things, we're going to hear from Coach Craig Berube on this disappointing home loss. I just thought, I mean, I just thought in the third, we didn't push hard enough when it's down 3-1. It doesn't matter what happened. Uh, we we got to go and put everything out there. And I know it's back-to-back, -back, but uh, I just felt like we should have pushed way more, and it's disappointing. Did you feel like you had the legs early? Yeah, it was, uh, I mean, a different situation uh, for every guy in here. Uh, but I don't know, like, I, I thought our energy was fine. It, it seemed like your goal gave you guys a little bit of energy, but uh, what, just couldn't sustain it? Yeah, I mean, for, for sure, every goal is going to give you a little, little, little momentum. Um, 
was hoping that one that Eddie gave me across, it was a little bit kind of in my kind of skates or in the triangle there, a tough, uh, tough spot to kind of get it off quick. And I just missed the, the corner there. But um, yeah, that one would have been huge for sure. Another game where you guys had lots of shot attempts. I think it was 64 yeah. was the number. Is it the same? Is it just yeah, getting have, on the end of them at the end? We have a goal in, in the room that we're trying to get every every game. We've achieved that in the past uh, several games here. And uh, it's been pretty good hockey. But yeah, again, uh, we're down by two here. We haven't, I know we can talk about different scenarios, but we haven't came back in a game like that this year I, I just it's so frustrating to me like how we, we we were flat I thought in third for for what the situation was you've won like four out of five on the road but lost you know like I think it's like five out of seven at home is it just puzzling why you guys kind of can't get it going here at Enterprise Center? it shouldn't really matter to be honest with you I, I don't think that's that's a reason uh yeah, there's different matchups, and if anything at home, it should be helpful to to get O'Reilly against uh, those big guys, so we can win draws and start with the puck uh, most of the, most of the nights. And that's, I mean, it's uh, as Winger, me, and and Sandy tonight. We got to help him on the on those draws. Like last night, he had uh, Drew and Couturier, so he's got a strong side guy uh, every face off dot. And tonight, he had Ben and Sagan, so it's a it's a real battle for him, and uh, he's doing a good job. A lot of shot attempts again tonight, uh, but. Seems like a lot of missed nets, a lot of block shots again, uh, just not getting enough pucks through to the, to the goalie. Yeah, we can definitely do a better job of, you know, getting pucks on net, and I think we can do a better job of, you know, getting in the goalie's face, you know, taking away his vision. Uh, but at the same time, you know, we still fired a lot of shots tonight. Uh, you know, we faced a good goalie. Uh, Bish had a good night. Uh, but we definitely think we could fire more pucks on net and uh, get more through, especially from the back end. Eddie, how much did you guys miss those opportunities early with a couple power plays early on? Yeah, um, at the start of the game, you know, coach said if we get a power play, we, we want to get momentum from it. We just want to shoot every puck. Um, you know, we didn't really manage to do that. And, uh, you know, when they got a power play, they, they took advantage of it. So, uh, you know, that kind of killed us. But I thought, you know, second and third period, we battled back and uh, just a little too late, uh, too late in the game. The lack of finish offensively, specifically here at home ice, how do you explain that? Uh, you know, just getting into the dirty areas. Um, sometimes we're being too fancy at home. Uh, you know, on the road, uh, we just keep it simple. Uh, guys crash the net, uh, you know, get garbage goals. And, you know, that's what the game is all about these days, just gar garbage goals. And, um, you know, it's hard to score goals. You have to go to hard places. And, you know, we haven't been doing that lately. Yeah, again, a lot of uh, good looks. But uh, we keep, uh, it's kind of a theme, you know, with, you know, missing the net and, I think we can be more desperate too around the net. Perron uh, said he was hoping for a better push in the third. Were you satisfied with? Uh, in and out, you know. I think that we did have some real good looks in the, in the third, and pushed. Um, you know, but you know when you're down, you gotta you gotta really push. But uh, you know, again, we we had some good looks, but uh, didn't capitalize on them. Uh, five to three, over running to five to three is, is, is not a, a big deal. Undisciplined, I start the second period, two penalties. You, you didn't like either of them? Nope. And then you have two power plays to start the early in the game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, them two power plays, I thought we had some good puck possession, good movement. <laughs> you know, we, we I think we got we need to pass the puck better on the on the peep power play there, and the shots we took missed the net or got blocked. I, feel like you had good early and I thought we, I think 
Well, I thought we had good legs all game. I thought that back-to-back, um, I thought the guys worked extremely hard and competed. Um, you know, we just, we, we um, it's a common theme here at home. Recently, uh, first stretch played much better on the road. Yeah, we we get results better on the road than we do at home. I don't know if it's we play a whole lot better. I mean, I go back to the last five games at home, uh, we played pretty well. But you know, obviously, it's a results business. Obviously, you mentioned it before that Jake had a great stretch there for a while, but here in the past couple games, seven goals on thirty-one shots. Where's his game at? And did you consider pulling him after that third one? No, I didn't consider pulling him. Um, came over in a timeout. We, you know, I just talked to the whole team plus him, and uh, I thought he recovered. Well, I think um, the Islander game and tonight, he, you know, he knows that he wants to be better. It seemed like after you went down three nothing after that timeout, the initial response there was was pretty good. The energy. Yeah, yeah, they responded and they pushed. Uh, thought they pushed pretty hard till the end of the period. You're at the halfway point of the year. How do you, how do you kind of assess where things are? Well, we got to be better at home. That's the biggest thing for me. Um, you know, I think as a team, we're we're playing a lot better. Um, we we're playing good enough to win a lot of games, but we 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 find ways to lose games. That's got to change, and our home record's got to change for sure. For really most of the season, almost all the season, kind of one win, one loss, two wins, two losses. How do you break out of that? Is there one or two things that can get you guys to string some wins together? Well, I think our five-on-five five play was not there early on, and our five-on-five five play for me has been really good for a while. Uh, we our penalty kill has sharpened up again. We got to get the power play going. I think once we get the power play clicking a little bit better, that really helps a lot with the scoring. So. You know, once I think they all come together, you know, that's when you can go on a good run. If you look at any team that win, win six or seven in a row, you do, all you got to look at is goals against, goals for, power play, penalty kill, and they're all really good. David Perron is spot on. It wasn't a terrible game for the Blues. They just didn't respond when they needed to respond. Now, Craig Berube is spot on. This team can't score. When you can't score and your goalie lets in soft goals, you're not going to win games. There's only three teams in the league that have scored less goals than the Blues. Carolina's one of them, Anaheim's one of them, and of course Arizona's one of them. This team's not good all around. Blame Jake Allen all you want to. He deserves it some nights. He most definitely does. But this team can't score goals. Their penalty kill has been an issue recently, and their power play is middle of the road at best. I think last time I checked, they were 16th or 17th in the league. That's not good enough. Not scoring enough goals, having your goalie give up soft goals, giving up too many penalties, having a bad power play equals you're a bad team. 41 games in, this team is what it is. That is it. My coaches used to always tell me, you are what you are. And your record is what you are. Simple and to the point. A lot of people are wanting Bennington to start Thursday, and I've got no problem with that. Give the kid an opportunity. See what he can do. Let's hope they can regroup and at least make the second half of the season better than the first. 
That would be great in my mind. I'm not expecting this team to make the playoffs. And anybody that is, I love your positive attitude. I want to thank everybody for joining me. Make sure you join me next time for the Blues Canadians recap. Until next time, stay healthy, stay happy, and let's go Blues. Thank you for joining us for this episode of The Drop Podcast. To get more of The Drop, check out our website at droppodcast.com. You can also find us on Google Play, iTunes, and the iHeartRadio app. You can follow us on Instagram at the.drop.podcast or on Twitter at Drop Hockey Show. You can email The Drop Podcast or host Lance DeScott at lanced at droppodcast.com. To find out more about Lineup Media, go to lineupmedia.fm. Until next time, let's go Blues! This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm.